it was an acrimonious night for Republican presidential primary candidates in Miami. The fact of the matter is she doesn't answer the question. So this is what I will tell you. We're driving Russia into China's hands because of these foolish policies. You had your time to talk. The ambassador has the floor. That's where we're starting The 7 from The Washington Post. I'm Hannah Jewell, in for Jeff Pierre. It's Thursday, November 9th. Let's get you caught up with today's 7 Stories. Five candidates clashed last night in the third Republican primary debate. They opened by attacking the Republican frontrunner. That's former President Donald Trump, who once again decided to skip the debate. They also tried to outdo each other in expressing their support for Israel. And they argued over how their party should address the issue of abortion. This week's election saw big wins for abortion rights supporters around the country. And when entrepreneur Vivek Ramaswamy brought up former U.N. Ambassador Nikki Haley's daughter, Haley called him scum. Well, I, I, I want to laugh at why Nikki Haley didn't answer your question, which was about looking at families in the eye. In the last debate, she made fun of me for actually joining TikTok while her own daughter was actually using the app for a long time. So you might want to take care of your family first. Leave my daughter out of your voice. Your adult daughter. The next generation of Americans are using it. And that's actually the point. You have her supporters crapping her up. That's fine. Here's the truth. You're just the easy scum. answer is The next debate will be held in Alabama on December 6th. And there's no reason to expect Trump to appear at that one either. One place that Trump can appear is the 2024 primary ballot in Minnesota. That's story number two. The Minnesota Supreme Court ruled yesterday that the former president can be on the ballot there in March. This case is one of several legal attempts to try and use the 14th Amendment to the U.S. Constitution to block Trump from serving again. The 14th Amendment bars insurrectionists from holding office. Some say that should include Trump because of his role in the attack on the U.S. Capitol on January 6, 2021. But while the court said he could be on the primary ballot, it didn't rule out blocking him from the general election ballot next November. So the ruling offered both a setback and a glimmer of hope to those trying to remove Trump from ballots around the country. Number three. Tens of thousands of Palestinians are fleeing northern Gaza. That's where the Israeli military is battling the militant group Hamas, who launched a deadly attack on Israel last month. But the displaced civilians of Gaza have no good options for where to go. Israeli airstrikes are hitting the south as well as the north, killing and injuring thousands. And in overcrowded shelters, a lack of clean water and hygiene facilities has led to the spread of infectious diseases. The World Health Organization said that more than 30,000 cases of diarrhea had been reported in Gaza. And more than half of them were children younger than five. Yesterday, the U.S. joined other nations in calling for humanitarian support for civilians. And U.S. forces struck an Iranian weapons storage site in Syria. Iran-backed groups have been attacking U.S. troops in the region since the outbreak of the war. Hollywood actors reached a deal with studios to end their strike. That's story number four. Hollywood production has been at a standstill for months. But as of today, the actor strike is officially over. SAG-AFTRA members still have to vote to approve the new contract, but the union says it's a great deal for actors. They won the biggest minimum wage increases in 40 years, protections and compensation in the use of AI, and a new system of residuals for streaming shows. One SAG-AFTRA member spoke about what the deal means to actors. I know I kind of probably look a little sad, but it's just bittersweet. It's melancholy, but it's it's just such 
it's such a feeling of joy and of, of triumph over adversity and not quitting. I want everyone out there to know who's suffered, who's struggled and thought they couldn't do it. This shows that you can. At number five, Earth just had its hottest 12 months on record. An analysis published today showed that the planet is closer than ever to passing 1.5 degrees Celsius of warming since the 19th century. That's 2.7 degrees Fahrenheit, and it's an important benchmark that scientists have warned could lead to irreversible damage for entire ecosystems. According to the new analysis, billions of people around the world have recently experienced extreme heat waves that wouldn't have been as long or as intense if it weren't for climate change. And scientists said they don't expect the warming to slow down if humans don't stop burning fossil fuels. Number six. The FDA approved a new drug for weight loss. It's called ZepBound. And it's not really new. It shares the main ingredient of Munjaro. That drug is used to treat diabetes, but it has been prescribed off-label for weight loss. Now that it's been approved for that use, employers and insurers may have to cover the cost, making it more affordable for millions of people. And by some measures, it's the most effective weight loss drug to hit the market. This is a watershed moment for a new class of appetite-suppressing treatments that are changing how patients battle obesity, all while raking in billions of dollars for drug makers. Number seven. An Australian woman set a record for paddling into and surfing a really big wave. 31-year-old Laura Enever from Australia rode a huge wave off Hawaii's coast on January 22nd. Scientists then spent months trying to figure out exactly how big it was, and yesterday they made it official. The previous women's paddle record was set in 2016 at 42 feet. This one was 43.6 feet. These waves are smaller than some of those surfers are towed into via jet ski, but most surfers recognize that paddling into a wave requires more athleticism, endurance, and timing than when they're dropped off at the perfect spot. You can see a photo of Enever riding the massive wave in our newsletter. That's the show for today. Thanks for listening. But before you go, I want to plug that newsletter I just mentioned. It's written by me and my colleague Jamie Ross. You can have the seven morning briefing delivered to your inbox every weekday morning. Just hit the link in our show notes to sign up. I'm Hannah Jewell. We'll meet you back here tomorrow. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Classes in session. Find Try This from the Washington Post wherever you listen.